Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. IMS.com slash J-O-Y. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. So I had just made the comment to the guys, let's get three singles in a row and get out of here. And they, I guess they didn't take my advice, decided to hit a homer. It was great. When it left the bat, I thought, there's a double. Uh-oh, it might go. That's kind of what I was thinking. So I was actually begging it to get out of the park. I, we were running out of players. We didn't want to use any more pitching. I mean, you think about it, first game of a tournament, and uh, we've already played 11 innings. We all were ready to go, and I was super excited to see that ball disappear. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from Hoover, Alabama for the SEC tournaments, as well as the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday, folks. We want to continue to hear from you. If you want in on the conversation, call or text in 501 661 1037, getting after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. And after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And uh, I, I got to ask this, Joe, and this is really random, but it just something had me thinking during the commercial break. You've stayed in a lot of hotels, and I know that uh, I have too. And I, I, the, the do not disturb sign that you put out on your doorway. Yes. Does that, does that include housekeeping? Like to Absolutely. not come in? Absolutely. Absolutely okay. it does. See, that's what I thought too. And when I got back to my room, I'm not mad at anybody because it's not like there's something went wrong. But I, anytime I'm doing, you know, go to uh, cover something for, for the buzz, and uh, I know that a lot of the times we'll be doing the show from the hotel room, I always put the Do Not Disturb sign up there just in case I'm on the air or just in case, you know, because also, like, I'm very low maintenance, so it's not like I need cleaning and everything. Well, I've had the Do Not Disturb sign on the outside of my door since I got here, but when I got back from golfing today and, and started setting up for the show, housekeeping came, and they cleaned everything. They, they, they made the bed. They put new towels in there, and the Do Not Disturb sign was up. No, they missed like, it. I, they missed it. It must have yeah. dropped off the door. And then, and then afterwards, after they cleaned everything, they just put it back on the door. Oh, it's dropped Whoops. off the door. Let's put it back on. Yeah, well, That happens sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, I was wondering if maybe there was some foul play, too, because when I got up, I was trying to get into my door, my keys weren't working. And so I had to go downstairs and get new keys, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, here you go. And the keys work fine, but I was just like, this is, I've never seen that before. Oh, they thought like, you checked out. That's what that was. See, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they like thought that, oh, they're checking out the Do Not Disturb sign isn't actually up there. So uh, let's just barge on in, and then, holy crap, he's got all of his stuff still in here, and there's a big radio set up there at the table. So. We're going to clean that, too. Just uh, clean it all. Take care of everything. Well, they, if they clean that, then they needed to do a better job. Like, there's still <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of dust and everything. But still, no, I, I, that's what I've always thought, but I was just like, wow, that's the first time I've ever seen that where, and maybe it was. Maybe it was just something that they either thought the, the person that I checked out or something like that, but I was like, okay, well, I thought, we thought the do not disturb sign meant exactly that no matter what, but... Uh, yeah, well, I appreciate you uh, coming in, at least uh, making the bed and getting some new towels. That's appreciated there, too. But Sometimes if you if you stay there. somewhere for quite a while and you keep the Do Not Disturb sign on the door, after a while they may do a welfare check because they think, uh, you know, this has been here and we haven't seen somebody coming in and out of the room, so let's let's make sure everything's all right. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that because I have only been here for two nights and uh, I've been coming in and out of the hotel quite a bit. So I don't know. It's we'll see if they do it tomorrow. Then I'm going to be like, all right, something's something's amiss here. Maybe I got the sign turned on the wrong side or something like that. But 
uh, yeah, that was just something I just noticed. I was like, man, that's really random, really weird, but still. Nice place, though, here at the Embassy Suites at the Media Hotel. So, and appreciate, of course, all of our sponsors making it possible for us to come down here and to uh, be able to give you all the coverage. And if you haven't done so already, folks, be sure to follow us on all of our social media, 1037 The Buzz, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, still streaming live, doing video streams, and also uh, putting up some great content here uh, live from Hoover in the SEC tournament. And speaking of which, uh, Auburn just hit a home run as they were taking on Alabama, and it was a solo shot, but in the top of the sixth inning, it is to 5-2. Uh, right now, Alabama's still leading. So trying to stay in it, trying to keep it yeah. a game. And it's, yeah. uh, was it bottom of the six? So they still got some time. Yeah, top of the six, I think. Or uh, top of the six, too. okay. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I even talked about it yesterday, and I know it's an old baseball cliche. It's like, hey, all it takes is one swing. And, you know, it's like with Arkansas yesterday, all it took was that one swing from Wagner to get uh, Arkansas the lead, and then one swing from Diggs to win the game. So uh, that's what's great about baseball, man. Well, all it takes is just one swing. Uh, let's go. Okay, okay, all right, great. Well, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, phone lines, Navy Mike. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John? And uh, hey, what's up, Joe? What's up, Mike? Um, you know, John. You know, you 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 said some something earlier. Um, that 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 kind of, that warmed my heart. Oh, you know, gosh. Um, well, I take it back. Whatever it, it was. And 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 it all and it obviously made me believe and feel like you know we're we're on the same page as as far as you know in the sports world because um, you said well just because a, a coach a head coach in sports hasn't won a national title that doesn't mean he's not better than a coach that has and and, and that's and that, and that's absolutely true you know um, Houston down nuts. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest. Matter of fact, as far as wins, he's the second greatest head coach to ever coach football at the University of Arkansas. What are you, you know, doing? Like, what? What is this? Like, what are you saying? You know, right but, now? But, but, but just just listen. Um, Only one has won a national championship, so you can rank him however you want it, to after that. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's only second to the great Frank Royals, who won a quote unquote claimed national championship in ninety six six four. Now. But after him, uh, he won more games than um, Lou Holtz, uh, Hugo Bezdek. I mean, he won more games than all those guys. So uh, helps you know, when you're here now, for ten he, years. Definitely does that. He, he he can he can finally get his due just because he didn't win a national championship. He is the greatest, uh, you know, University of Arkansas football coach. Be after Frank Boyle. And and that is fact, and the numbers don't lie. It's fact. So huh? you're right. Just uh-huh. because you didn't win a national championship doesn't mean that you're not great. Thank you, John. Uh, and uh-huh. that's all I got, guys. And that's like a. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I give Navy credit in this regard. Most of his takes are absolutely asinine, if not all of them. But he finds unique ways to kind of twist something into something to try to uh, get things going. But. Goodness gracious. And I'm sure that that's stemming because if anyone follows me on social media, I was getting into arguments uh, with people about Houston Nuts, and I'm not a fan of Houston Nut. I've never been a fan of Houston Nut. And uh, not to say that he's a bad coach. I just think that a lot of people are, uh, you know, vastly overrating him at times, and I'm sure that's where it stemmed from, too. So, uh, But listen, if you want to think that Houston Nut's the second best coach in Razorback football history, then have at it. You know, that's just your opinion and, and everything. But. Uh, that you're not going to get that from me, and I think that it's something that you know when you talk about goats or, or greatest or, or whatever, um, you know that's what makes content for sports content rate, right? whether it's radio or social media or whatever it is, it makes it pretty fascinating just to have those discussions because in so many different elements of it, there's no right or wrong answer. It just really comes down to what people think and whose people's opinions are those on those matters too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be an interesting topic to maybe kind of rank some coaches, some players. We'll have time for that here soon. Yeah, once uh, once the summertime really kicks in and things slow down a little bit, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be able to, to dive right into that. Also, uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Uh, this comes from the five hundred one. Says my prediction on Hogs baseball will still be the same. 
Uh, says Navy Mike will call in with his ridiculous negative takes, and Rick Schaefer will pitch the perfect game each and every time. So there you go. Have a nice little balance there. Uh, they won't have a chance uh, to do that today, though. Not, uh-uh. not happening not today. All. Not at all. Uh, also, from this comes from Steve. Uh, he says, if Dave Van Horn would have dropped that foul ball, he would be the champion of the best. Easy catch foul ball. Really keeps your name from being great. Uh, I'm trying to think of what you're, you're saying. I guess he's saying that if he, if he would have caught the foul ball, he would be the champion and would be considered the best, which I guess he didn't catch it, but his team uh, would have caught it too, not to bring up old bad memories. But that's the thing, yeah. It's like I, I even said it. Like if Dave Van Horn wins it, say, say if they won the championship this year. And you know they, he had that to his uh, final crowning achievement. I think that there is a hundred percent arguments for him for people saying he's the best coach in college baseball. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, also, this comes from uh, the eight seven zero. He says uh, two and out means you just throw a handful of pitchers and doesn't give your whole bullpen the opportunity to throw live game bullpens. That's what uh, he referred to as. I guess when we're talking about playing those extra games in the SEC tournament, great for pitchers getting good experience in the postseason, but when their number might get called, so. And then the Asher Record Life fan feedback. Eddie says, this team is better poised to win a national championship. Battle-tested, knows how to deal with adversity, and bat-slash-pitching pitching will play well in Omaha. And that's kind of the thing, Joe, is when you think about those three things he just listed when it comes to championship teams. You know, that's I don't think one's greater than the other, but battle-tested, knowing how to do, deal with adversity, and, of course, the batting and, hit and, hit and pitching go along with it, too. But I'd be hard-pressed to find another baseball team that's had to deal with more adversity this year uh, as far as on the field and injuries and everything than Arkansas. So if that's worth anything, then they should be primed and ready to make a run into Omaha again this year, too. Depth is always going to be helpful, and and, uh, this team has depth, and they have experience in playing that depth. But we know that it always comes down to pitching in the end. And so um, Coach Van Horn said going into the season, this was the deepest pitching staff that he's ever been around, and it's kind of proven out that way, but still it has to be done on the field. Yeah, it has to be taken care of there, too. Uh, there were some uh, other headlines that uh, we were going to dive into before uh, we had to take the top-of-the-hour update as uh, a few things, of course, uh, going on in the sports world, going back to the NFL side of things, too. Uh, you know, We talked about the Vegas Raiders and the, and the Jimmy G situation and how he had surgery on that injury he suffered from last year, uh, but I also saw that uh, when Devontae Adams, who's you know, talked about the Raiders, invented about the Raiders, and uh, wasn't uh, exactly uh, said, said that they didn't see eye to eye in the direction of the franchise and everything. Well, Josh McDaniels, in, in doing a press conference, uh, uh, virtually said that uh, he's earned that right to vent. He says, I respect, uh, he says he has an opinion and a voice because he's earned it, and I respect the hell out of anything that he would ever say or suggest something like that during the course of the process of trying to improve our team, which I know where Devontae comes from. He's a competitor. He wants to win, and that's really his sole focus, and that's what he does every single day. He's pushing himself, pushing his teammates. He's been a tremendous leader again this spring for our football team. So uh, that, I thought that was pretty interesting where you have uh, Josh McDaniels, who, you know, of course, as a coach, you don't want to ever hear people outwardly, or at least in the team, outside of the team, being overly critical of the way you're handling things. But to take their approach of, like, hey, he's a good enough player, he's earned that right, and when he has these criticisms, we listen, and uh, we, we respect that opinion that he has. So I thought that was pretty pretty telling as far as uh, the coach of uh, how Josh McDaniel's handling the coaching side of things, but also the relationship that he has with some of the players as well. It's interesting in the fact that those comments come on the same day as Darren Waller, who was traded from the Raiders to the Giants. Darren Waller's quote was, they value our opinions here. So you have a, a, a difference of opinion there, and we know that Darren Waller is not with the Raiders anymore, but kind of taking a jab at him where he says that with the Giants and just enjoying the new team that he's with, that they do value opinions there. And Josh McDaniels is trying to state the case for Devontae Adams that it was a case of valuing his opinion. Mm. Oh, so I wonder which it is. I wonder, like, did one stem the other? Was it saying, oh, because he said that, then I'm going to say make sure that everyone knows it here? Or was that maybe something that has uh, had a lot of players, whether it's in the public eye or in private, criticizing the Raiders, and they wanted to nip that in the bud and say, hey, no, 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 we, we value opinions here. We listen to our players. We, we try to get, you know, make sure that they feel respected in that regard. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know, but it is kind of interesting how those – two different comments were made so close together and 
knowing uh, how they're kind of the opposite of what the, the both the, uh, the sign and at least the message is trying to be sent there, too. And so this is the full quote. Yeah, they value our opinions here. As a player, I feel like a lot of places I've gone, you're told to do things in a certain way and you do those things. But here, it's like they ask a lot of questions. They want to know what you're thinking, what you want to do more. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think he's a. I think he's going to do great at the Giants. Uh, I know that the Giants were a team that a lot of people may have ruled out at times, uh, uh, just because of the division and, and the toughness of it. But you know, they got some really great things going last year, and I think the addition of Waller is just going to make them that much better this year too. So that's going to make that NFC East an extremely difficult division for many reasons too. He also went on to say to offer input is really cool. Is a really cool thing because coaches and players have to be in partnership. We're all together, and it shouldn't be clashing with each other. We're all going in the same direction. Well, we'll see, there you go. It's uh, it's something to wear. Hey, and sometimes you just need a new place to go and a new uh, uh, energy to have wherever that team or wherever that spot is at. So uh, maybe it'll be best for everybody in that regard, too. And then another uh, little headline. I thought this was another fascinating thing and, and more of the college football side of deals. But Georgia and Florida, we know that they play in Jacksonville each and every year. And we have always gotten the vibe, at least I have, that in Florida and in Georgia, they don't really like this game being in Jacksonville. They're not big on it because of the recruiting stuff. And, uh, you know, they like having home games, and they think that game would be so much fun. And and having it at home, well, they announced that they have exercised the option to play their annual rivalry game for an additional two years. And that's going to be going through the 2024-2025 season. And this is coming after Kirby Smart expressed concerns with still playing the game. And we know when Dan Mullen was a coach, he wasn't too big of a fan of it. Uh, but I just thought that was really fascinating where it felt like, okay, all these people and people involved, the coaches don't really like it or at least criticize it. But yet, here you are when you had a chance to get out of it, you're extending it for two years, or at least the schools did. That's quite a weird thing that you don't see happen very often. Well, money is a factor. And they know that this is a game that fans are going to show up for. Not to say that they wouldn't show up for it on campus, but it's tradition, and this is what fans are usually doing. And so they know that this is something that's been in place for a while, and why not stick with it a couple more years just to see how that goes. And it's not like it's a 10-year contract, so just for a few more years, they can reevaluate, reassess it at the end of that to see if now they want to move to home campus games or they want to continue it there. Yeah, I've, I, I'm, of course, I'm not a Florida fan or a Georgia fan, so I've never really cared. But it, it's always been one of those deals where it's been a rivalry, it's a tradition, and everything. And like you mentioned, money, and everything, and decisions, and extensions, and contracts, all of that will always come down to money. So, yeah, there's got to be some sort of angle there as to why uh, they are continuing to play it and some sort of financial gain for the schools or for uh, anybody involved. But there's got to be some sort of element to that as well. And speaking of also scheduling, too, I, I laugh about this email. I got it yesterday from the Razorback football program uh, that uh, Arkansas and Missouri will be facing off on Black Friday this upcoming year because I guess they were originally slated to play it on Saturday, but since it's become tradition, they're now going to be wrapping up the regular season the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, and uh, that game is going to, of course, be happening in Fayetteville later this year. So the thing, Joe, as I saw it, I was like, I didn't even know that it wasn't scheduled for Friday. I just always assumed it was Friday, but uh, they made the move to get it to Friday, but I guess originally scheduled at Saturday, too. So oh, it always, it always is. It always, on the original schedule, was set for Saturday, and then they changed it at some point. Now, the difference this year is the game usually is played at one thirty. It's going to be played at 3 o'clock. So a difference in the time for the game. Yeah, so if those of you are going to be going up to Fayetteville for that game or maybe spend time up in northwest Arkansas for Thanksgiving and whatnot, it's going to be a little bit later in the afternoon. Uh, happen at uh, 3 o'clock, and it's still going to be on CBS. And hope to goodness that Arkansas finally finds a way to win because I am sick and tired of losing to Missouri. But who knows what – I mean, that, since that's the final game of the year, you have no idea what those teams and those situations are going to be in at that point in time. Uh, and that's, a, that's a lot. There could be coaches on hot seats. There could be major changes going on. There – could be a lot of different deals happening in that regard. Well, both teams feel like they have a chance to win that game no matter what the situation is. So when you look at the schedule as players, coaches, and they kind of go through some of the games and where they're going to be, that's one of those opponents that on both sides 
they're always thinking that that's a game that we need to circle. We should win that game, and that happens on both sides. Also from uh, First Arkansas Bank Interest text line, the 501 says, it's the same thing as Arkansas and Texas A&M. That shouldn't be played at Cowboy Stadium either. It's stupid. You're robbing yourself of a home game every other year. And, well, you don't have to worry about that because that contract, when it ends in 2024, they're not going to have that game in Jerry World anymore. Uh, I don't think that A&M especially, they, they want to deal with it. But just like we were talking about with money, there, there's a good payout to both Arkansas and A&M for having that game. So it's not like they just lose out completely and, and they're doing it for free. They get some pretty good compensation for playing that game down there in Jerry World. But for the recruiting purposes, for you know economical purposes, and, and, you're, and, and whether it's in Fayetteville or in College Station, whatever, uh, that I can see too. But uh, they definitely get plenty of compensation for playing down there in AT&T Stadium each and every year too. Yeah, the trade-off is, as far as from a recruiting standpoint, of course, you can host uh, some of the players on your home campus. But for Arkansas, on the other hand, playing that game in Texas, there are some advantages, some, some pros to it, because now you're on that national stage in that stadium, and you can be seen by some of the players in the state of Texas. But ultimately, you want to be able to host them at your home and uh, and get them on campus. Yeah, you you want to you would definitely want to do that at some point in time. So uh, we're up against it. Hey, Savage, I know you're on hold, man. My bad, I did not see you, but we'll get to you on the other side of the break. So stay on the line for us because uh, we definitely want to get your take on everything. It's a trash talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds as we are broadcasting live from Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC tournament. And it's a Trash Talk Thursday. Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, is going to be joining us here in about 30 minutes. So looking forward to catching up with him. And we'll have some other headlines that we'll dive into as well. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Sunday Buzz with Bill Vickery, Sundays 10 to noon, presented by Local Insurance Services, Inc. Unsure if your medical coverage is right for you, recently lost, or had a change in health care coverage? Local Insurance Services, Inc. is here to help you with no-cost policy review. You can find them on the web under localinsuranceservicesinc.com. The Arkansas Travelers beat the Frisco Rough Riders 6-2 last night to improve to 26-15 on the year. They'll play again tonight at Dickey Stevens Park. First pitch is set for 6:35. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. In the NBA, the Eastern Conference Finals between the Celtics and the Heat continues tonight. Miami holds a 3-1 lead over Boston, but Boston is at home for Game 5, where they are 4-5 this postseason. The Celtics are attempting to be the first team to ever come back from down 3-0 in NBA history. Teams that find themselves in that situation are 0-151 in series all-time. If the Heat win, they will advance to the NBA Finals to face the Nuggets. Tip is set for 7.30. TV coverage can be seen on TNT. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am. For a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all gonna do about it? Ooh, you should have went to Guatney Chevrolet. We won't rest until we catch the dealer that did this to you. Now, take a step back. We're headed to Waffle House. Don't let this happen to you. Watney Chevrolet is offering low 1.9% on all new Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, and Silverados. Plus, take the handcuffs off your summer plan with no payments for 90 days. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion's Drug. We 
have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion's Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You go to the big box hardware store, ask a simple question, only to be told, yeah, I don't work in this department. You won't find that at Homer's Ace Hardware in Cabot, staffed with courteous and knowledgeable people who will assist you with a wide selection of products like the Big Green Egg, Traeger and Weber Grills, as well as lawn and garden supplies along with any electrical and plumbing needs for your home. Find them in Searcy, BB, and 207 South 2nd Street in Cabot. Homer's Ace Hardware. Need help? Ask Homer. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Swing, ground ball, base hit, right center field. Brady Slavens sparks this team to Omaha, and the roadshow continues for the Arkansas Razorbacks. A 4-3 win, come from behind style in the ninth inning. The Razorbacks dogpiling on the field here in Chapel Hill with their 11th trip to the College World Series, and you can call them the Omahaws. On 1037 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7, later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for $2, 4 and $6. Today is National Wine Day. So if you're passionate about vino, get to Twin Peaks today to celebrate National Wine Day. It's also Customer Appreciation Day at Twin Peaks. And to celebrate Customer Appreciation Day, Twin Peaks has a special deal for you. You get six bone-in wings. So you buy six bone-in wings, you get six free. Also, with the purchase of a drink, it can be Twin Peaks Signature 22-ounce draft soda or tea. So buy six wings and uh, your choice of drink there. You get six more wings for free. Tonight, it's going to be the Boston Celtics taking on the Miami Heat. Twin Peaks is a great place to watch that, along with all the sports action. They have wall-to-wall TVs to check it all out, and plenty of seating inside and out. It's Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. It is Out of Bounds on Trash Talk Thursday, live from Hoover, which to give you an update, uh, Alabama's kind of blown it open a little bit as uh, they have scored... Quite a few runs here in the bottom of the sixth, and uh, they score seven now. So, yeah, seven to three. Bama is now up, and they are going to be heading into the eighth inning, or, yeah, the seventh inning, excuse me, after that. So, but, uh, yeah, 13 hits, seven runs for Bama, five hits for Auburn, and three runs for them, too. 
Uh, let's go to the phone line. Savage is in Cavett patiently holding. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? You doing all right? Doing good. Doing great, man. You know, the conversation, I mean, you got to put Lou Holtz or Bobby P in front of anything that Houston Dale did, in my opinion. And what was the greatest game that Houston Dale won? A Cotton Bowl? You know, at least Bobby got us to a BCS game. You know, so you take that for what it's worth. You know, John, talking about the baseball team, taking away, Zach Morris got the confidence, I think, leading. We need an extra pitcher in that position. But if you, who's the who's the batting coach? We know who the pitching coach is. Is DVH, is he the uh, batting coach? No, it's Nate Thompson. Okay. You think he needs to have a conversation with uh, Slavin? I mean, because every time he swings the ball, he's trying to kill it. And we don't need that every single time. I think this kid yeah. needs to relax. You know, somebody's got to say something. I mean, his, his helmet almost comes off every time he swings. You know, you ain't got to be that violent. You know, get up there and just make contact, because that's what we're going to need going forward. And I'll get off. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it, Savage. Thanks for calling in, man. Um, you know, I, I think I think here's the thing about Slavens is you're right. He, he just goes up there and tries to hit it as hard as he can. And that's kind of been his M.O. That's kind of been his thing. But at the same time, he's still batting over 300 this year. Uh, you know, he's, he's still doing a good job of uh, cranking them out and, and getting on base. And uh, obviously, there, you'd like to see a little bit more when it comes to uh, him maybe not swinging so much and striking out uh, at the rate that he does. Because even then, like, he's only got 38 strikeouts. And if you compare that to, you know, Jace Borfriend or whatever, you know, 52 for him. Uh, Diggs has struck out 40 times. Josenberger 44. Parker Rowland 49. Like that's pretty low. So you know I don't I don't have a problem really with Brady Slavens and, and the way he's playing right now. I, I think he's fine. Could he be a little bit better? Sure. But batting over 300 with only 38 strikeouts and being able to uh, have an on base percentage, it's not great. I'll admit it. It's it's at 36 percent. So uh, it's pretty low. But you know, it, it, it seems like there could be a lot worse that they could be doing than uh, what Brady Slavens is doing right now. That's just me. Uh, let's go to Brent and Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? You with us, Brent? Yeah, I am. Are you, can you hear me? We got you. We got you. What's going on on Mission One? How was the golf game this morning? Uh, could always be better, Brent. Could always be better. But uh, no, it was beautiful outside, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, I got to you know hang out with some cool people, and I also play it. It was a really nice course. I, I was pretty shocked by how nice it was. So it went pretty well. Uh, what I wanted to say is not even I'm ready for getting ready for this baseball game. Totally expect us to beat LSU. But what I wanted to call about is uh, Billy B. You know, the head coach of the uh, New England Patriots, he has no respect for Roger Goodell. No respect for it because if finding him $50,000 is nothing. If Roger wanted, if, if Goodell had the stones, he would defend him for a season like he did uh, the, uh, Sean, you know, the Sean coach. Sean Payton. Yeah. On Peyton, yes, sir. But uh, Roger Roger Goodell only, only likes to pick on guys that that have uh, that that need him. You know what I mean? Bill Belichick does not, or he needs. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, uh, hey, hey, Brent. Little different situation though. We're talking about a couple of days of OTAs <laughs> now. We, uh, you know how the NBA they've said like there's a history of uh, certain violations or whatever. So the Patriots do have that, but you're going to be a little little more lenient for something that is as minor as some extended time during OTAs. Well, I, under- I understand that, but let's just make it straight. The uh, Patriots are habitual offenders. You would agree with that, right? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all have a great day, and... Johnny, the key to the John, the key to the Jays game is just hanging in there with Paul Skeen. Just just hanging there, and he'll run out of juice, and then we'll beat up on that bullpen. Well, that's the key. You're right, Brent. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, because that was uh, how Arkansas was able to have success against uh, LSU in the one game that they did win, and 
they did win the game that Skeens played in, but granted, he didn't get the loss because it was tied, and it went to extra innings, and Arkansas blew it up there uh, in the extra innings and got game one victory. But, yeah, it's uh, th- that's going to be the key is just can they get Skeens out of there early? Because if not, it could be pretty problematic. But that's what's going to make this matchup so great because you got Hagen Smith, too, for Arkansas, two of the best ace pitchers in the SEC, maybe some of them even in the country. But yeah, it should be should be fascinating to see how that plays out. Let's go Bill, who's in the Little Rock. What's up, Bill? Hey, uh, what? I mean, I just heard a story about a quarterback up there at Arkansas has gotten in trouble with uh, race. Yeah, that's 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 nothing that's been reported. But yeah, yeah, yeah Bill. Yeah, I, but it, yeah. it has been reported. Well, well, Bill. Let let me just say this, and and it's not like me. I'm not like saying it against you or anything like that at all. So please don't take it that way. But I, I we've been texted about this, and I and I know I've been DM'd on Twitter about this. This is a very very serious thing that I don't even want right. to speculate about any of it. Like I don't even want to. You know, I know what it's out there, but as of right now, it is just. Twitter stuff and it is it is oh, okay. it's it's hearsay. That, that's, that's why. All it is. Yeah, that's what it means as far as it hasn't been reported, and there right. haven't been any charges. So, right. Yeah, until right. that point, well, a, until yeah, that point, that's story. until that point, there's nothing yeah. that we can talk about. Okay. Well, I understand, and I mean, I hope not, but I do know, you know, he's not with the team anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was he was at least uh, yeah. on the online roster removed from from that. That's really yeah. the only story about it right now, Bill. But uh, the rest of okay. it, and, okay. and it, yeah, okay, thank. All right, appreciate it, Bill. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, we we've gotten text and all that, and and I've uh, I know we just we just mentioned it, but here's the thing, folks. Just for those of you who are are, are, no, are aware of this story, because we are aware. It's it's not that we haven't heard it, and it's just we're not going to talk about it because it's the, it's a serious thing for one, and there is a lot of things in this that again is just speculation on Twitter, and a lot of lives can be impacted and possibly ruined by something like this. So. You got to be careful, and that, and that's just a word of caution to everybody out there too on social media. Be careful with this. Like this is not this is not a game. This is not a oh you know if, if you're wrong about something it's a okay you'll be fine the next day. Like it's a very very serious thing, and we hope it's not true. We we hope that uh, whatever's going on uh, gets settled. But uh, as far as uh, any sort of reporting, there's been none of that. None of that has been confirmed. None of that has been reported by anyone of note or newsworthy outlets or anything. It's strictly speculation, so just be careful with that and don't just take everything because of what you hear or see on social media. That's that's all we can say about and, it. And, of course, with uh, Renfro being removed from the roster, then people are going to speculate and, and draw their own conclusions to that, but... That could be a product of the university doing their investigation and, and uh, you know, just taking care of it in that way until they find out the details that they need to find out. Or maybe they found out details, you know, they haven't mm-hmm. said anything, so we don't know. Yeah, we're, we're just going to, if something gets reported, though, we will tell you. Like, if something comes out, we will tell you, we will discuss it, we will talk about it, but... When you you just got people on social media and on Twitter that's spreading things like wildfire, that uh, there's no credence or anything to it, you you gotta be just cautious, extremely. And that's what we're gonna do here on this show, and that's what everybody needs to do. Wait until reports, facts, all of that come out before you draw any conclusions. First so Arkansas very, Bank and very, Trust very, text very, line. Uh, let's not forget that the Bills punter. He was cleared of yep. everything, and look yep. how it's affected his life still. And he was cleared exactly. of everything. Exactly. Great point there from the 501. So just, again, that's all we're going to say. That's We're not going to even dive into anything else. That's all we're going to say. But we're up against it. we got a lot more coming up on Out of Bounds. We've got a Razor Hog update presented by True Service, as well as more of your phone calls and text messages as we are live here in Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC Tournament on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Hey, 
folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Mark at Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. It's the perfect day. You're just driving along, listening to your favorite music. The window's down. There's a cool breeze. Life is good. But wait, hold on a second. You're not wearing a seatbelt? You'd better put that on before that... Uh-oh, too late. Cops everywhere are stepping up enforcement, so you'd better buckle up or you will get caught. Sorry to ruin your day. Click it or ticket. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Yes, we've got Bear on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I wanted to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they are real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row in Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at EatMyCatfish.com. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball way up in the air, way deep right field. Get out of here. Brady Slavens with a go-ahead home run. That ball could have seeded the clouds if there were any above Baumwalker Stadium. Second home run of the season. The Hogs have the lead in the fourth inning. On 103.7 The Buzz. Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. 
Out of Bounds, live from Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC Tournament. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon, because I know that uh, we're getting ready for Arkansas and LSU. Hopefully uh, going to be having first pitch around 4.30. You'll be able to hear right here on 103.7 The Buzz with the pregame show starting around 4 o'clock. So uh, looking forward to that and hearing from Phil and Bubba. And uh, I guess the situation for Arkansas, Joe, is that if they win today, then they won't play tomorrow and they will play on Saturday. However, if they lose today, they will play tomorrow at 3 o'clock against Texas A&M. So we'll have a 2.30 pregame show. Yes. And I guess Out of Bounds will be preempted. Is that correct? Uh, that's still being decided upon. There's a possibility okay. that the Razorbacks move to Buzz 2. Ah, okay, okay, because I know uh, I'm going to be live at Saracen Casino Resort tomorrow, and uh, I know uh, we always look forward to going down there and hanging out and having a good time, so, uh, but yeah, we'll keep you updated on that, and let's just uh, hope Arkansas wins, so that way uh, we don't have to worry about it whatsoever. And they get a day off. Yeah, preempting anything or anything like that, so, but uh, but yeah, as of right now, uh, that's what it's looking like, and we know with uh, Alabama and Auburn still going on, and Florida Vanderbilt still going on. We'll see how that plays out. But at least the, the deal is, too, because uh, we had somebody tweet, uh, came from Jeffrey, asking about uh, double elimination and, and when does it, uh, does it continue on. And the answer to that question is no. If Arkansas was to say win today and on Saturday they would play, it all goes to single elimination after that. So even if you lose just the one game, if it's in the semifinals or in the championship, you're done. There's no double elimination after that. It's just winter go home once you get to Saturday. But the, the basically Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is all double elimination for everybody involved. And that's why the thought is that they can make the entire tournament single elimination because if, if you're one of the lower seeds, then uh, you actually start the tournament as a single elimination. Then it moves to double. Then you move back to single if you're able to advance on. So that's why the thought is there that it could all be single elimination. Yeah, and that's why I think it'd be great. I'd love the single elimination aspect just because of the, uh, not only just the, the crispness of it and kind of knowing, all right, exactly, if you win, this is who you play, and if you lose, you go home, like very simplistic, but just the urgency that some teams who desperately need wins in the SEC tournament would go through uh, to be able to say, all right, we've got to go all out for this game. We can't just say, oh, well, if we don't get it here, we'll have another chance. Like, nope. You got to go all out, or you go home, and it's as simple as that. It but. does get you used to playing how postseason baseball is played, though, because you have to lose a couple of games to be done. Whether we're talking about in the regionals, super regionals, or the College World Series, you have to lose a couple of games to be done. Now, it is interesting too if you get into the College World Series and you've already lost the game, but then you get into the championship series, then it becomes best two of three. So. If you already lost a game and you lose a second game within that championship series, it becomes a series. So you can throw out that first loss that you had. Yeah, so it, it just keeps like, changing. I, right. Yeah, that's, it's like the back and forth element to it. Uh, and knowing that like the Supers, it, it, I love that. that's why I love the Supers, is just because it's a classic you know, weekend series. It, it's just you get three games. Uh, if you make it to that point, but best of three. And you know what to do. You know that hey, if we lose today on the first game, we got tomorrow, and we got to win two in a row. And it's again, it's just how it's set up. But the double elimination stuff, especially with the uh, all the extra stuff that you have going on when it comes to uh, you know whether it's rain delays or extra innings and just trying to fit as many games in as possible, it just gets pretty. Like we've been lucky enough here to have uh, no rain or anything significant there, but uh, to get to have previous years and what it's looked like and what it's gone through where uh, you had some games that were supposed to go on at night but they didn't start until the next morning I mean even though we didn't have any delays yesterday Joe the, the final game uh, with uh, with Vanderbilt uh, and the game they won yesterday that game didn't get started until 9.30 so sometimes even without rain delays it gets pushed back a long time and you just gotta go out and play the game so you can't do anything about it but uh, that's that's just the deal when you have so many teams to work with and you know trying to work through the double elimination. That's where it just gets a pretty convoluted if it continues on that way too. When you play those night games, sometimes you do play deep into the night and then you have a quick turnaround. But they try to line it up where if you played earlier in the day, you're going to continue to play earlier in the day. But um, you know the losers 
they they move up and they actually play a little earlier in the day. So it just depends on whether you won or lost, and then you get rewarded for winning. So here's the thing: if you were an athlete, would you rather play early more like morning games or like afternoon night games? Like what? What would be your mentality of where you feel like you would be your best at? I don't think it really matters. But um, as a preference, personally, I'm not a morning person. So Mm -hmm. probably later in the day you have a chance to kind of go through your routine and um, and then get a little downtime and some time to relax before you actually get into your flow of going to get in some, whether it's BP or – you know, get out throwing on the field or whatever sport you may play, you get into that routine and be and you're able to go through certain things later in the day before you get ready for the game when it's early in the morning, then you have to get after all all that stuff a lot earlier. But uh it really doesn't matter. You just yeah, have to be was, prepared to play whenever the schedule says you you have to play. Yeah, I was always someone who who was more of a later in the day. Like if there was an ever an early morning practice or an early morning game yeah, it wasn't happening. Like, I just it didn't feel right. It didn't feel as good. It just didn't feel like you. I was at my best at least. But you know, sometimes you don't really get that choice, do you? And I think that that's why coaches and every level, especially at major college baseball or uh, football or anything like that, sometimes like, hey, we got to practice early mornings too because we'll have games that could be in the morning, and you'll have to go through your routines early in the morning. You'll have to get after it early in the morning. So. That's what's really important for them, and that's why they do it in different ways. And baseball, you know, playing a baseball game at 9.30 in the morning like you've seen in the SEC tournament just seems craziness. But, hey, that's what they that's what you got to do, and that's probably why they have so many practices throughout the season early in the morning to get them ready for something like that, too. Yeah, just they're, they're ready whenever. <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah. the bottom line. Coaches are going to have them ready, and the players are going to be ready to go. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, that's what uh, Arkansas is going to have today as well as LSU. So, they're going to get after it, and uh, we're in the top of the eighth inning in this game. Uh, Alabama and Auburn is uh, Alabama's up seven to three with two outs, and uh, Auburn's still trying to climb back and not let their time here in the SEC tournament come to an end. But uh, some are running out of bats and they're running out of outs. They're going to try to make that possible. We'll talk more about some Razorback baseball and SEC tournament, and all that fun stuff. Because Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, is going to be joining us on the other side of the break. We'll catch up with him, what he thinks about the tournament so far, Arkansas's performance in walk-off fashion, and also what he thinks about LSU. It's all going to be coming up next here on Out of Bounds, live from Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC tournament. Stay with us. in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, 